0: First. righty, Welcome to another Root Issues. Man, I am in a packed house today. We've got Alyssa. Hello. We got Luke. Yo. And we got the awesome Steve Woodrow. Mm. And I'm Chris and we're here to dig in today on first John four one through three. We're gonna be talking about everything love in context with the gifts. We're going to be talking about being led astray in context of love and the gifts. I mean, we're going to be talking about it all. And we hope to bridge the generational gap because we got a lot of generations yeah. in here. Well, now, Luke some and people, I
1: are, like, really close. That's
0: yeah, y'all are really close. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know well, we're not going to, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, Luke's, like, 19, 18. You know, Steve, you know, mm. I mean, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're split. There. We're way out there because I, I work with middle school. Yeah. And my wife always tells me to quit acting like a middle schooler.
2: Yeah. therefore...
1: When I'm like 25. There so. you go.
2: I know. <laughs> <I'm> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an alarming thing to think that Melissa and Luke could be my children. Uh, Absolutely. You know, that's yeah. a, Absolutely. That's kind of a... Yeah. You know. Well, you
1: know. he'd be a way different person Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: Well. All right. So we're going to jump in.
3: Um... Are Let's we see. doing the one-minute thing? Well, yeah. Okay. Oh, Luke's ready yeah. to go.
0: Yeah, Luke's ready to go here on that one-minute thing. We get a little <laughs> phone out here. And so, yeah, we're going to do 60 seconds okay. to give each individual just a chance to throw down what they felt, what they heard, what they saw, how they perceived this message. in your market set. And go, Luke.
3: So I think the biggest thing that kind of I realized was, and this was partly in the sermon and kind of like thinking about it um, mm-hmm. after, was Prophecy, when I hear it, it's always a, such a scary word. Like you think <laughs> yeah. of like an Elijah or uh, Isaiah, uh-huh. and you almost think like I have to hear this booming voice, like "Thus says the Lord." Mm-hmm. This right, and I, I kind of realize like that's that's partly Old Testament, you know, prophecy in a way. Um, and prophecy can also be just like the inkling of the spirit. Like, okay, I think I'm. It doesn't have to be like you know for sure that this is from God. It can be like, hey, this is I think what God is is telling to me, and does that does this make sense to you, or does you know and having the faith to say to somebody um so just that perspective of like doesn't have to be this huge thing like yeah. America's going yeah. down in twenty years it's, it can be more <laughs> of like you know like, hey, God said maybe you're feeling this way, like let me encourage you with that or something mm-hmm. like that, and mm-hmm. then just that occur- encouraging aspect like it's it's a gift right it's a spiritual gift it's not oh, oh cut off oh you get cut off to be continued
0: to be continued. <laughs> All right, Alyssa.
3: Okay.
1: I'm kind of in the same mindset as you. Like, I think um, there's so many negative connotations around prophecy because um, it's been so abused in the world of, like, magic and wizardry and fortune-telling and, you know, like, all of these evil False things. Um, And I think there, when it's used on like a really big scale like that, and people are claiming certain things for you, um, it is in that vein. Like it is wrong. So I think for me, after and through listening to your message, I had to really break down like definitions of what the spirit is, what its role is, how your spirit looks differently when you're a Christian. Um, And then in the context of loving each other you know, using prophecy as a gift. What is prophecy actually supposed to be like? What is, you know, the essence of it or the definition of it? Um, Is it just like giving these big words of people are hearing the booming voice or can it be something simpler? And I think it can.
0: All right, Mr. Woodrow.
2: Okay, I'm ready. We're we're rolling. Oh, we're rolling. We go. man. (laughs) Whoa. Um, 60 seconds is fast. Yeah, I, I think this issue. Let me just try to summarize. I think um, what First John four one through six is saying is love one another, dependent on the Holy Spirit, utilizing the gifts of the Spirit to love one another, but make sure to test all the spirits. Booya! He's Boom. done. He's done. All right, here I go. All right, so
0: when I think about the love context with the prophecy. And using any of the gifts, I mean, I have to go back to love is a fruit of the Spirit. And so I think sometimes, like, we become dependent upon ourselves and on the culture and the world to tell us what love is, and we're not dependent on the Spirit to show us how to love, what love is, how when we even receive love. Because I think a lot of times it goes into like, what do I do to receive love? How do I feel love? And then that's how I give it back. But there has to be this connection. I think John is really just throwing out there is a connection with the spirit that must be enabled and trusted so that you can operate in the gifts and so that you can even love. I want to think that most people just get out there and they're like, oh, I know how to love. I love this way. But that's not the spiritual way of loving—that's not in the spirit—and so I think that would be something to really drill down on as we continue in just what is love. That's next week. Yeah, is that ne- that's next week? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. We won't drill on it today, and I'm done.
3: Nice. nice. You know, I love right, after first John four through six, like the next thing that talks about is love, and it just keeps uh-huh. on on that. Yeah, so. that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: he d- he just kind of keeps repeating, you know yeah. like, I think he yeah. I think he uh, thinks we need to uh, the church needs to learn how to. Love one another. Well, no. I mean, I that think it is. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think thanks.
0: we think we know, and, but we
2: don't. Seems we, to be
1: an ongoing issue, right? <laughs>
2: there is this ongoing issue. Which this is a big deal, right? Because so many years, maybe decades, millennia even maybe, the church has been so focused on loving out, right, mm-hmm. there out in the world mm-hmm. that uh, we've forgotten that, boy, unless we really love each other well, we're, yeah. we're going to be ineffective out there in the world. And I kind of think that's where our, our culture, that's our problem, one of our big problems today. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So when you said, I mean, I watched, I was downstairs with the kids, so I wasn't in the sanctuary when you were preaching on Sunday, but did you see the audience like, or the congregation recoil a little bit when you started talking about spiritual gifts and prophecy? Because you were saying it's like a hot button Mm -hmm. topic, and um, I'm just curious about that. Like, where does our church land? Yeah.
2: You know, it's that's a great question. Uh, one of the blessings I think of, of, and one of the real DNA aspects of us being a Word and Spirit Church, mm-hmm. right, is we have all these visitors who come in from typically large, mega, kind of mainline churches out there. Okay. And one of the blessings we've seen, even with church plants, right, has been that people come and they, and they haven't heard these things, or they haven't experienced it, maybe in a more healthy way or or mm-hmm. more intimate way, and they start inve- they start you know opening up to that. So yeah. that'd be one thing for our, in uh, most of our seasons people are all in. There's always a few people um right who are just somewhere not sure because maybe they were abused, maybe they saw mm-hmm. bad, or they just have never thought about it. But in general, I think we've made as a church it's so much for years now been part mm-hmm. of our you know statement of faith, who we are, um, that in general the church is there uh, always the tough thing is, is, the tougher thing is, is application, stepping yeah. into it, right. And yeah. doing it right. Yeah. Um, realizing, Oh, I mean, I, I can do, I, I need to be listening yeah. to the Lord. I'm loving people through, you know, so it's more that.
1: I think growing up and, um, having examples like Carson's aunt Anne, I mean, she's one of the people we say like has a direct line, you know, like such <laughs> a godly woman. Uh, she for sure, I didn't know what it was called. I've seen it I've experienced her speaking, you know, just over me, encouragement, like you were talking about. So in knowing her and knowing how she treats me in our relationship, I can say now, I know that's prophecy. Like, So Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's more I've experienced a lot of these things. um, And it's not so much in someone being like, I'm going to prophesy over (laughs) you and
2: give you a word. And that's a problem if they do that. Yeah.
1: Well, and even in them saying, I think, I just feel like uh, growing up and currently... It's happened. Yeah. But now, reading these passages, I'm like, oh, that's called
2: prophecy. prophecy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, it, I didn't deal with this, but this you bring up a, a, a issue that's really important. The kind of the the spectrum of prophecy it's kind of a broad yeah. thing. Huge. So you go back to First Corinthians, Paul teaches this. There's different aspects, so it's this spectrum. We begin when Paul it commands us, right, to earnestly desire the spiritual, especially prophecy, so we can build up one mm-hmm. there. It the spectrum is is broad, and everybody can do this and mm-hmm. should do it. I wanted it begins just with Lord give me somebody to love give me somebody to yeah. encourage right just like we would mm-hmm. give me something of your truth to speak over my children mm-hmm. or over yeah. somebody just to that's where we start yeah so it goes from encouragement that is God's truth encouraging to others in the body and people we know and then it moves along the spectrum to where now we start we see Paul talks about words of knowledge and wisdom where we get actually more specific things right in people's lives that we as we learn to listen to the voice of God mm-hmm. right and get confident in that and that's not going to be everybody you know again right. everybody is on the spectrum those who are truly gifted and keep pressing in on the gift they can move all the way to this other end where there's so there's words of knowledge that can come in there's words of wisdom these are specific spiritual mm-hmm. gifts that come across prophetically because I'm speaking to you yeah. right a word of wisdom or knowledge I thought I got from God all the way out to even foretell now people this is where you get a little little dicey but remember agabus right got uh, um, came from jerusalem as a prophet in the early church and he um got a word that there's gonna be a seven-year famine and he brought and that caused the church to paul to go out raise money bring money to you know prepare for that Mm -hmm. so there is this uh all the way out here to detailed prophetic stuff um but, boy, this whole spectrum, we have to, uh, back to what John says, test it, yeah, right, and nurture, right, people in a healthy way and don't bypass, right, sanctification or don't jump out here. We got a lot of people out there speaking great things of God, mm-hmm. right, and, but they're not whole. They're not the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, peace all these are yeah. not growing in them. Those need to grow together for yeah. health, right? And again, um, I think just to emphasize, boy, be careful. We should never use it. like, God said, or God told me this, or God yeah, told I really me say that. that, you brought that is, up. It must be humble. Um, I feel like the Spirit has led me to. Well, whatever.
1: I think with the humility, you're accepting that we're a fallen world. You're fallen. Sorry. Right? Like, what do you think of humility, Chris? Uh, How important is it?
2: Uh, Why are you guys waving at each other across the I mean, table? Because you know, and okay. I are just chatting, chatting and chatting. Right.
0: Oh, I get it. I mean, when we think about you. out, yeah. I, you know. Well, no, I mean, yeah, like, you know, overall, what I wanted to ask Luke, and I want to throw it your way, too, okay. because you expressed some of it, but, okay, so for your, for the younger generation, how, how, how much do they accept the gifts, embrace the gifts, or even move towards the gifts? And I'm definitely talking about, like, you know, in the Christian circle, but even those friends of yours that maybe are not in the Christian circle, like. Because there's always been like a stone wall on some of the gifting issues. And then, so I'm like, what's that next generation? Are y'all more open or confused?
3: I think, I think a lot of things with younger people, right, is they maybe want to do it and want to know it, but they don't really know how to do it yet. Okay. So there can be a lot of awkward situations with people trying to prophesy or do something over you and like it kind of isn't working, you know, that kind of thing, which is it's just okay. It's like we're learning, Right um but also i think the younger generation is is kind of scared of that side of it right they want things they can understand they mm-hmm. want they want to know a jesus that like okay this is what the word says i just have to know the word i just need head knowledge right and it's scary to leap into that space of faith and like having that personal relationship with god and like being able to hear from him but then also act mm-hmm. on that yeah um so i think that is very scary and i think a lot of me included like lack of courage in doing that, which okay. is a problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, beyond that, I can't think of any more detailed, like specifically for the younger generation. Okay. That. And
0: so, I mean, so they kind of fall in that same gamut and it's really what's being produced by the church today. And this is where I think, you know, Steve, you're, you're doing a great job as far as leading the way that if we're going to be the church, the church that we see in the book of Acts, the church that we've been called to be, we have to move into the spiritual gifts within the body Especially prophecy, encouraging each other and moving each other. And so when we look at and we talk to Luke, you know, it's like, I like the courage. I, I don't understand it. Well, basically what you're saying is you're not seeing it being
2: operated in. To a full extent. And look, this is intimately connected to just spiritual growth. And a great way, as Luke said, is, and I know my kids are are, are in it, have been involved in a a college and church environment, which I'm very thankful for, that just encourages this, Mm -hmm. right? So there's two things. It's wonderful because, boy, they get to step out and really on mission and in the gifts and really explore this. But the negative is you have youth and zeal, (laughs) right? That gets out of. of, There has to be a check. There has to be a check. There has to be a test in that, right? But I would rather have the go for it and let's bring in the test rather mm-hmm. than just deadness, right? Yeah. Or, no, or shutting it down, yeah. right? According to what God's, you know, um, word says. So yeah. I, I just think it, there has to be that, right, that mm-hmm. healthy that healthy test. Um, you know, in there um, when we're listening to the voice of the Lord?
1: Well, and I think starting on a smaller scale, like Luke said, understanding what these things are is really important. Um, so like practically prophecy is to utter by or as if by divine inspiration, to speak as if divinely inspired. So it's an inspiration. It's not a command like you were talking about. It's just a stirring, you know, within your spirit. And then when I looked up like spirit, um People who are not Christians believe in a spirit, too. And so the definition of a spirit is it's something in you that has the ability to reason and then make decisions based on reason. So when you become a Christian and your spirit is linked with the Holy Spirit, you're inviting God into helping you make those decisions. You're Mm -hmm. not doing it on your own. Where people who don't have that connection with the Holy Spirit, it's all within their own mind and their own yeah. thinking. And so right. their soul, their feelings, their emotions are going to take over more in that reasoning. Or when you're connected to God and the Holy Spirit, it can help you strip away those things a bit more. Um, and so the humility is so important in that because you're accepting that your spirit isn't perfect, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because you've ate the fruit. And, um, That you need a savior, so you're talking about the what Gnostics or whatever the people who didn't believe in Jesus. Well, their reasoning is going to look very different because they are going to speak in commands because Mm -hmm. they don't they believe their spirit can be wholly good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so if you're operating off of an only good inner being, (laughs) it's really dangerous, you know. So look
2: at the ethos of our our city here: mind, body, and spirit. Spirit. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So what do they mean by? right? A humanist idea of what the spirit is. And so what you're saying is I think is so because So many believers do not understand the spiritual dynamics that we have a spirit separate from our soul. Our soul is yeah. like you're saying, it's mm-hmm. our emotions, it's our intellect, our our, our mind, our mm-hmm. will, our behavior. You know, uh, The spirit is what the Holy Spirit brings alive, right? Mm-hmm. It's the spirit inside us is what communicates with God. Yes. And the Holy Spirit should inform us through our spirit Right to inform a life led by the Holy Spirit, our thinking, our yeah. actions, our will, right, and our emotions. Uh, but boy, this is where it gets tight because I have lived my life and so easily lived by the flesh, letting my mm-hmm. soul inform my mind emotion and will mm-hmm. rather than the holy spirit here's why this testing so important yeah. right yeah. yes is that to weed out is this a fleshly did my and back to Luke? what you said you know with youth you know there's zeal for this stuff mm-hmm. yeah well we have to learn is that a is that out of my own motivation to look super spiritual or whatever it is mm-hmm. and not just youth that's for adults too yeah um, or is the motivation truly humbly i want to obey god and and, and love someone yeah right. and
1: that's why we need to check this reasoning or you could call it this prof- this prophesying sharing our reasoning Along with God's infiltration of it yeah. with each other, so that you know you share it well, then that person's going to do a spirit check too, if you're sharing it with a fellow Christian, right? Yeah. And that's why it needs to be done within the church with mm. people that you mm. know are also. Absolutely. Christian.
3: So, how would you guys say yeah. that spirit is tested? Is it with the Holy Spirit that tests these other spirits, or do you also test the Holy Spirit? Like, how does that kind of dynamic mm-hmm. work with testing and seeing what is? god essentially
2: it's a really good question and you know we try to address that with this third you know this kind of this third point down here of um you know do we where is my are we relying on one another you know in the church to discern what we're hearing this is kind of what Alyssa pointed out and uh, you know first uh, uh, corinthians chapter 14 paul says that the pro- lit, you know each of you prophesy this is he's talking about when the church gathers together uh, no more than two or three now isn't that important Mm-hmm. right because you know on sundays when we have more people get up is after about three you kind of forget they all blend together you know you, yeah. the power of that loses so it's just a practical aspect of hey,
1: self-awareness uh, self-awareness like, yeah. right
2: sit back let others speak and mm-hmm. let other god and that's why he says if you're sitting there you've got something but somebody else in the moment hasn't yeah, that's god
1: being like oh yeah not today right
2: and that again that's loving and deferring yeah. to others um but uh, you know to answer your question luke i think it was such a a good uh, question is Paul says there that the spirit of the prophets be subject to the spirit of the prophets so in other words it is to be tested in the moment when it's given right it is to now listen, we're talking about a public prophecy we'll talk about a private in a minute but a public one is it should be obviously the overseers the elders but the prophets too right meaning those who have been tested those who have operated faithfully in the body with this gift right and who are, ma- who are who are mature in their faith and they test that and the testing is is first test is is that accurate to the word of god does it contradict the word of god mm-hmm. second one is a little more subjective is does that land right in other words is, there, is the spirit of that seem loving and true well and, i think of fruits right? of the spirit right are you right. feeling right. the fruit can you right. taste
1: it you know yeah. when this right. like hits you
2: but that brings up an interesting point there are prophecies of rebuke right mm. and this oh, is a yeah. whole new- no, some people sure. say prophecies only to encourage but if we look at first Corinthians 14 there's also an exhortation right mm-hmm. so we have to watch that that's a t- uh, interesting one right um and then the of course the other thing we have to test is in the, did it is it accurate if it's something did it come true right mm-hmm. uh, and and we come back to that and that's just follow up pastoral relational mm-hmm. that's why these gifts are, they are dangerous when they get outside the local church. When they're grandstanded from a stage or from somebody out there on the internet, right, that has no local accountability, very, very dangerous. And, uh, and so many people have been led astray by the internet prophet, especially in the last few years, is it, it needs to be grounded, right, in the, in the local church and tested. And then privately, if somebody speaks something over you, like I, I had somebody Sunday before the message speak something over and it was awesome. And um, you have to test that. So I Mm -hmm. I never receive something just because somebody says it, no matter who they are, Mm -hmm. right, is I have to take it to the Lord. Lord, is that true? And then maybe bring others in. Hey, will you pray about this? I want confirmation that this is, especially if it's something where I'm called to take action on. Does
3: that uh, make sense? That also brings some more questions to mind. Yeah, good. So, like, like I'm thinking end times here. Like, Mm. it talks about prophets, right, and they'll be seen by the whole world. Mm -hmm. And so, like, how do you kind of, like, look at that? Like, that doesn't necessarily mean they're false. Right, but they're not just talking to one church body here. I mean, like we are one big body if you right. think about yeah. it. But right, right. What, what's that kind of? How does that work? Yeah.
2: So, um, great question. You know, back in Revelation, you talks about the two witnesses. You know, Elijah, and Moses. Basically, we're not sure yeah. if it's them, you know, coming <laughs> down, or if it's people like them in the spirit. But, you know, they're going to end in the end, right? Jesus says there'll be more and more false prophets. Watch out! Mm-hmm. Even more the reason for so as the end comes, Jesus makes it clear there'll be more and more false prophets. More, um, and uh, and that's. Within and without the church, right? So, this idea of testing is becoming more and more powerful. Well, and I think as a
1: parent, we have such a responsibility to build, help children understand how to use that spirit and listen to it. And that's a tricky thing, but like I was going through like, okay, well, if spirit is the thing that you get your reasoning from, so then what would be some examples of like building that in kids? And um, I think some good childlike examples are like when someone dies, like how do you approach that? Well, obviously as Christians, we're going to speak to our kids about how that person, we have hope that they went to heaven and we'll see them again one day in heaven. That's a spirit thing, right? Like knowing that, isn't head knowledge. Knowing that is something that, like, they can, because, you you know, your soul is really involved when a pet dies or a family member dies. They're going to feel really sad. They're going to have a lot of emotion, but how do you get them out of that sad, depressing, you know, emotion? Well, it's the hope of, like, their spirit, understand, right? Like, does that kind of make... That's how we oh. would start to, like, build that up in them.
2: Yeah, I mean, words, who are they listening to? Yeah. Right? Yes. And there's leading people. And this is discipleship, right? And, and also just loving each other is leading each other. Reconciliation to Jesus, leading, are we listening to the Holy Spirit or yeah. my own flesh or the world, right? Or the enemy, for yeah. that matter.
1: Well, and then the same, another thing that can evoke a lot of strong emotions as kids is, like, hearing a siren or going past a car accident. Sure. So then, like, how do you react to that? Well, the worldly reaction would probably just be all logic and knowledge and, like, mm-hmm feeling sad or sorry for those people hope comes in when you're a christian let's pray right now for that situation you know just dear lord please be with the people who the ambulance is going to be with Mm -hmm. the workers help them be strong so i think that's a spirit thing too right like those are going to train your kids to then deal with bigger issues when they get older of listening to that absolutely reasoning i mean i think
0: too like just teaching them about prophecy using that word and then directing them, like, you know, what do you feel your spirit hearing? What do you hear from God? We did a thing, you know, in our family meetings, you know, where we called it kind words. And so at the end of the, every family meeting, each child had another person in the family, and they had to just give them kind words, to speak kindness to them, you know, just to open up, you know, and then if they weren't sure what to say, we'd be like, hey, we'll just pray, ask God what he wants to tell that person, and so then they listen and then, you, you know, you can test it. But I mean, it was like, you know, we could have total chaos in our family meetings until we hit kind words. And then mm-hmm. everybody was excited to give something kind to somebody else, you know. And so then that kind of starts training them and prepping them to say, mm-hmm. you know, how do I encourage people? How do I use my words from my spirit to enlighten other people to mm-hmm. what God is saying? And yeah. so, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, like, you know, it starts with, like, you know, pray for the accident, let's discern from spirits. But I mean, I think, uh, you know, I you just can cheat feel
1: it. like those examples are things that are so different than yeah. the way that the world would. Because, oh, like, absolutely. a family who's not Christians could go around and do kind words. So it's yeah. like you have to get them understanding, like, how do we rely on God for things that maybe the world would be shattered or yeah. emotional mm-hmm. about?
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, and so I love, like, just we're in 1 John 4, 1. It says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. I mean, do we teach our kids that there are multiple voices that they can hear, you know? Absolutely. Do we do we talk about that with people who are discipling? Like, where did you hear that? What made you believe
2: that? How did you cling that?
0: And there's cling only there's
2: a limited number of voices, right? It's yeah. either my flesh, flesh, myself, right? It's either the world, yeah. right, or it's the enemy, Satan, yeah. and all his you know spirits out there, mm-hmm. um, or it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's it. Yeah, you know, yeah. or a combination of all the yeah, you know, just whatever a mixture of
0: it. Right. And so, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I love, like, yeah, like, you know, because children are so perceptive, Mm -hmm. you know, and then if you tell them there are multiple voices that they could be hearing, wow, you know, they just tune in. I remember once Karis was just having some rough times, and then she just had a a revelation one night when Elaine was putting her to bed, and she's like, Mommy, I'm sorry I've been acting this way. I've been listening to too many lies. Mm. Like, she was able to discern, like, I'm not listening to the truth. Yeah. Y'all keep telling me the truth, but I
2: keep believing the lie, which then creates more anxiety. Yeah, and scripture everything. defines Satan as the father of all lies yeah. and the great deceiver. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's you know, um, and he works through the world obviously and all that and that's the problem with social media right everything is just this constant barrage of 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 listening and you know so we what we want to do is encourage each other love each other so where we have a passion to listen to the voice of god over all other voices i want to hear from god and that should be what why we come when we come to church to gather together we're like oh lord i can't wait to hear from you right yeah and that's through his written word preached word taught word and through each other right as this is where this gift is so powerful
1: I know we're getting close to the end, but I loved how you called people out for thinking that they can listen and be open to other ideologies that don't accept Jesus and they'll be fine. Um, And I really think that Christians being accepting of those other ideas and, you know, listening to those other things is coming from them feeling like they need to be loving. Um, And so it's like they don't want to renounce them or like, you know. Say. Call him out. Yeah, no, because that wouldn't be loving, Chris. <laughs> no, and no. we're supposed to love everybody. <laughs> well. But you were saying, like, that's a dangerous, slippery slope. Don't Absolutely. do it. It's the opposite of loving because it's going
3: to suck. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Because
2: you'll, your, your, you'll open your soul to, to evil voices, right, Yeah, that will put you in bondage.
3: Go. I'm thinking about the story of Jonah, right? Yeah, He's a prophet. He doesn't totally. want to prophesy to the Ninevites, right? But God makes sure he understands, like, this is what I want you to do as far as, like, drowning, getting eaten by a fish, spit yeah, out. Yeah, do it. And he's not speaking words of love at all, right? He's kind of hating on these people, yeah, but he's yeah. he's like, guys, you're, you're going to die essentially yeah. unless you do this or this, yeah. hoping they'll die. Yeah, <laughs> so he, I mean, yeah. I think people can still prophesy with almost the wrong mindset in a way. If God, you know, like, is willing to use that person or is using yeah. that person.
2: Oh, we see it all through the scripture. You're yeah. right,
3: absolutely. Um, and but then they're saved through that, right? And that was that wasn't through a loving word. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> but it was loving for God to send J- yeah. Jonah, right? So it's yeah. like it's. Yeah. Sometimes we got to zoom out to see the big picture. But. Well, I mean, again, it,
1: the self-awareness. Yeah. Well, but, but
2: this is such an important, yeah. Jonah. I'm glad you brought that up. Just beautiful when it comes to love because what was God's point with Jonah? So he sent Jonah to the arch enemy of Israel. So mm-hmm. the prophet of Israel sent to the very enemy to speak a blessing over them? This was earth-shattering for yeah. Old Testament idea, right? And and so you have the gospel here, you know, and the, it leaves us thinking, Whoa, mm-hmm. well, is Israel or the prophets, are they going to come and into the love of God, that his love is for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the real rub. So that's a great, great point. Back to our point of, man, this idea of prophecy is to show the love of God ultimately. right? But when
0: you encounter those people, Alyssa, who are like, oh, no, we're just supposed to love. We're just mm-hmm. supposed to love. I mean, the, the big question is, what's the definition of love? Like, because are you loving someone straight to hell? Because you're not sharing the truth. Right. And so, like, what's their definition of love? Like their love has to challenge, love has to confront mm-hmm. and say, No, you have to point people to Jesus. You know, yes, maybe they're in this ideology and they're totally lost. I love that person and I love them so much, I'm gonna journey with them until they understand yeah. who Jesus is. Exactly. And that they're not discerning spirits. Mm-hmm. And so I mean I think yeah that becomes a big thing because I love your staunt, you know, like yeah. The truth is the truth and there's no watering it down and when we water it down under the guise of oh well I'm just loving them. Yeah. But if you're not sharing the truth, you're not loving them. Well that's not you're,
1: true humility yeah. either, yeah. right? Because you're in a sense like claiming that you I don't know. I mean, you don't have it, it figured yourself. Yeah, like, yeah you right. don't want to. No, no, judge
0: you. no. You be like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. no. It, it's taking the easy road. Yeah. Well, you are assuming yeah. they
1: would judge you when yeah. maybe they would really appreciate the truth. Yeah, I, the truth. I,
0: I no, but I mean, I, I love that in your you know stance. Like you know, there is only truth, and unless we're sharing truth, mm-hmm. that's not love. Yeah, it's just taking that easy road, and I think that's ca- so much of where the church is at. I mean, that is definitely where social media, social justice mm-hmm. is at. Like, mm-hmm. we just have to be accepting and unified with everyone. Yeah, and we'll get deep
2: into that next okay. week. Okay, well, we're going to miss
0: you next week. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Chris has surgery on Thursday. Ooh. Yeah, if you want to drop a Your meal off knee, huh? at the Henderson Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, I'll be out for a while. Luke's going to be heading it up. Yay, Luke. And so, yeah, go. he's going to hit the record and oh, can't the root <laughs> issues. But yeah, so we are pretty much out of time for so. this one. Um, you know, think about it, process it, and just go to this scripture. I mean, I love just looking at the scripture and then saying, okay, what questions do I need to ask myself? Like, what spirits am I listening to? You know, engage with, voices. So, engage with others. And engage with others. What's
1: helping me with yeah. my reasoning? Yeah. Is and I mean, wrong? that
0: last question, are we relying on one another in our church to discern what we are hearing? Boom. I see isolation everywhere. And when you're isolated, you're not relying on others because you're not communicating with them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, isolation can kind of become an identity and that has to be fought. Oh, yeah, when we're, so, we're isolated, we're exposed.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. To yeah. False voices. Real oh, yeah.
0: Quick, real quick. Yeah. And so you need your brothers and sisters in Christ, in the church family, to help you discern what you're doing, how you're doing it, and you got to have humility to receive it when they call you out. So, hey, thanks so much for listening to this Root Issues. You can always reach us at rootissues at ccasman.com. We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, have an awesome week, and we hope this midweek jolt made you think.